Um, okay, so um, I'm Brian Mansfield, and this class is the class of daily giving. Uh, I would like to start by reading Luke 6, 30, and 31. Welcome, more people. Wonderful. Um, so if somebody would look up Luke 6, 30, and 31, um, that will give us a start to uh, kind of set the stage for what I want this class to be. Lynn, I see 30 and 31. Is that Luke 6? Luke 6? Oh, Luke. I'm in Matthew. Oh, okay. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's all right. I could have sent you to Matthew 542. That says just well, about I the same thing. <laughs> oh, because that's the, yeah. Matthew 542 and Luke 630 say pretty much the same thing. Luke 630 and 31. Okay, so this is, this is the Luke version of the Sermon on the Mount. And, um, and like I said, Matthew 5.42 says basically the same thing, which is give to everyone who asks you. Direct words of Jesus. And my question is, is what would happen if we took that, if, if we took that question at face, no, no, it's not a question. If, if we took that statement at face value, you know, what if, what if we took that seriously in our lives and just set out to try to do that? And that's, that's what I want to try to do in this class. Just take that one passage and over the course of this semester, do that. Um, so what are, what are some ways, let's talk about some ways that people ask us for money. Where, where do we encounter people asking us for money? Email, telephone, street. I mean. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. There are all sorts of ways that we get that. Um, some of some of the ways are direct asks. Some of the ways are just kind of throwing it out into the universe. Um, but give me give me some examples recently where somebody has asked you for money. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and one of the reasons that people ask for money at the end of the year is because everybody's looking for tax write-offs and they're figuring out what their taxes are going to be for the end of the year and trying to give away money to make their tax. So it's, it's so so people are softer touches at the end of the year uh, for that reason and also because of Christmas and they're just sort of in a giving mood. So it's, that's, that's one reason why we're doing this class in the beginning of the year rather than at the end because I didn't want to play into that. I wanted to, to really separate this 
from that notion of let's be thinking about what we need to do at the end of the year to wrap up our taxes just right. So this is, this is really about doing the giving, and there may be some tax benefits later on, but this is not, that's not why we're thinking that. That's not going to play into this class. All right, what are, what are some other times over the course of a, of a normal week where we might get asked for money? <laughs> All right. So, uh, before the, I, I, I sort of took this as a as a as a message, we were Nancy and I went to eat at Zoe's on Wednesday. Usually we have the girls and we take them someplace they want to go. They don't like Zoe's, so we almost never go. We go to Zoe's. There's like four six thirty. There's like four people in the restaurant, and a woman walks in, walks right, walks all the way across the restaurant to get to our table um, and comes up to us and says, I work at Logan's, I'm a single mom, we've had this problem and that problem and we're staying in a hotel to just to try to get from our last place to the next place and I am $28 short, um, can you help me out? And um, that's exactly the sort of thing that is perfect for this class. Um, and so I was like, this is setting me up to, um, and unfortunately, between us, we only had a dollar in cash, but we gave her that. <laughs> so it wasn't really worth a lot of her time, but it was, you know, it was, it was good for us to do that. Um, and, and we'll talk a little bit about how to get away from the situation where you want to give some money and you only have a dollar on you. Um, but there's that, the, the contributor, the people at the, um, at the exits, um, Girl Scout cookie season. <laughs> so they're, you know, they're, they're going to be, they're going to be looking for stuff. Uh, you know, they're, even though it's the, the beginning of the year, there are still always charities. There are people doing Facebook fundraiser. Uh, it's yeah, it's my birthday. And so please give to this organization. So there, um, you know, or you go through the drive through at McDonald's or the line at Kroger and they're raising money for some charity or another. And would you like to round up for this organization? Would you like to buy one of these little things that we can hang on the wall with your name on it for a dollar? Um, so, Exactly. Yeah, so there, yeah, and, and I saw a lot, well, um, there's an organization, I'll tell you a little bit more about it in a bit, called modestneeds.org, um, and they set up a fund during the government shutdown to help people meet their bills as they were having to do without paychecks. So, anyway, there, there are all sorts of ways that people ask us for money. Um, what are some of the reasons that we tell ourselves for choosing not to give it to them? I'm tired of this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yes. Or I don't believe. I don't believe them, right. I don't have any cash. I don't have any cash, good. I'm worried about how they're going to use the money yeah. and so then am I being, am I, am I enabling them yeah. to go? get a drink or yeah exactly and there's you know and I've I've set aside I, I give here not there I've set aside what I'm I've already planned my giving um, so there are all and, and 
what, what I found for the longest time was that my default setting when somebody asked me for money was no. And so I had to come up, I had to overcome the no that I had prepared to answer them any time that I wanted to give to somebody. Um, and so I'll, uh, I'll tell you how the idea for this class started. It started six years ago. A friend of mine uh, out on the West Coast named Melinda Newman started a blog that she called Causes and Effects, My Year of Giving Daily. And in the, you know what, I'm going to just, I'm going to sit because I know all of you people. <laughs> and there's only a few of us, so I'm just going to sit here instead of walking around acting like a teacher. Um, so anyway, my friend Melinda starts this blog called uh, Causes and Effects, My Year of Giving Daily. And in it, she pledged to give $10 every day to a different person or cause or charity for the course of the entire year. Um, and I liked that idea so much when she told me about it. She, I, I found out about it in the middle of the year when she visited Nashville and I was like, that's a wonderful, I, I was just, I was jealous that I hadn't thought of it. It was one of those things like, if I had been a better person, I would have thought of that. But clearly I'm not, so I will steal your idea and I will do it the next year. And so I took over her blog in 2014. And then after that, it, the blog continued for another three years with close to 40 people taking some set period of time and, and committing to give $10 every day to a different place every day during that period of time. Um, and she said when it ended, when, when she closed the blog at the end of 2017, she said that only two times during five years had somebody not lived up to their commitment. Um, so we're gonna do that as a class. Um, it doesn't have to be $10. Uh, choose an amount, but, but choose an amount that you want to give every day between now and the end of this class on May 26th. Um, that's 112 days. Um, it, so if, if the title of the class of Giving Daily piqued your curiosity enough to show up here instead of any of the other classes that you had an option to go to, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that that's the Holy Spirit trying to tell you something. If, if you've ever wondered what the voice of God sounds like today, it sounds like whatever it was that convinced you to come in this room today and sit here. Consider this a calling. <laughs> I thought he was leaving. I know, I did too. <laughs> All right. The, the only real criteria as far as who you give to is to give the money to some outlet that needs it that day more than you do. It can be a charity, it can be a person, it can be a friend, it can be a stranger. It, it can really be any excuse to give that amount of money that day. But the challenge is to look for opportunities each day to give extra money to somebody. Uh, try to give to a, different, to a different place each day. Uh, and there, there are some reasons for that, but don't just... 
Don't go, oh, oh, I like the American Heart Association. I'm going to give to them once a week. This is, there's, there's a reason to give to a different person or a different place every day. Um, do it every day. Don't double up on Tuesday because you forgot on Monday. Don't, don't say, well, I'm going to give seven places on Sunday and then I don't have to worry about it for the rest of the week. This is a do it every day. If There were a lot of times, and Nancy will testify to this, during uh, the year that I did this as a blog, where I got into bed at 11 o'clock and went, oh, no, I forgot to give someplace. I have no idea who I'm going to give money to. And I had to go and in the last 15 minutes of the day, find someplace to give money to. So do it every day. Um, if, yes? So how, how would you do that? Would you get a line to do it or would you literally go somewhere? If I thought about it at 11, I had to get online. <laughs> um, but what I, what I would say is... There's no, there's no set parameter, and it's like you can give to a person one day and give online the next day, and round up at Kroger the third day, and you know. Right. Yeah. So you're you're you uh, Yeah. You can do it any way that you want. If you. The discipline of giving. Yeah. It's 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 really it's it's not about it's not about how you're giving or where you're giving. It's just finding a way to get rid of five dollars or ten dollars or one dollar or twenty dollars every day and how you how you do it who you want to do it for that really for, for the purposes of this class that really doesn't matter um, I would suggest though um, well, well we'll get to that I've got some suggestions for how to do this we're we're still in the things that it needs to be um, if you're if you're attending the class as a couple Nancy and I will be doing the this this way pick an individual amount to give um, you can choose to give together on a day to double your impact, but your partner can't give for you so that you don't have to do it that day. So you know, if, you, if you both, both want to give to Made in the Streets one day, then make that choice as a couple and do it together. But if you, you know, it, but, but you're also looking for places to give individually and don't just say, oh, I forgot to do this. Can you do this for me today? Do it. If, if you give, if you give, if you double up your gift, make sure that you're giving it together. But also feel free to, you know, one of you $5 over here, one of you $5 over there. That's fine, too. Um, all right, so let's talk about the amount. $10 worked really well for me because it was... It was just enough to, over the course of a month, to kind of push what I was used to giving away. But it was not so big that it was going to do serious damage to my budget. Um, giving, so uh, I will say that choosing an amount that corresponds to a denomination of currency makes things easier. So one, five, ten, or twenty. Um, is probably those are probably the four easiest choices, um, just because giving figuring out how to give away seven dollars and fifty cents every day because that is the amount you want to give away over the course of 112 days, that's tough. Um, but you know you can get you, you can make sure that you've got ones. You can make sure that you've got fives. Um, um, so 
giving 10 or $20 makes online giving more manageable. If you think, if you think you're going to have more opportunities to do it that way, uh, 10 or $20 is easier than giving five online. Um, if, you, if you are giving $5 or $1, uh, you're probably going to wind up giving more of that money in person. So if you, if you see a lot of contribu you know, contributor salesmen or things like that over the course of the day, maybe that's the way that you want to go. Um, a, and I've been trying to figure out a, a good way to be able to do this with $1 every day and um, and what I finally came up with I mean obviously with one there's you know, if you're approached by a homeless person the people that are selling the contributors the people at the the exits um, or the interstate exits so there there are that way there's that way to do it um, and but another way would be to um, put four quarters in a vending machine and just leave a little, like, leave a little post-it note saying what you've done, and it's like there's there's a dollar here toward whatever your purchase is, and leaving that on a vending machine, and that's that's something that you could conceivably do every day anywhere. A different person is probably going to wind up with that, so that's an e that's an easy way for one dollar to accomplish what we're trying to do here. Um, in case you're wondering about the math of this. A uh, dollar over the course of the class would be $112. $5 would be a total of $560. Uh, $10 would be um, $1,120. $20 would be $2,240 between now and pretty much the end of May. Um, I think what we're going to do is uh, we're going to do 10 and 5 this time probably, um, but she hasn't told me specifically what she's doing, and so that's, that's gonna, I'm gonna let that be her decision. Um, the goal for all of this is to change our relationship with money and the people around us. Um, it's not about how the money we give will affect the people and the organizations we give it to. If we're giving $10 to American Cancer Society, it's not going to do a whole lot for the American Cancer Society. But, it's, but what it is is going to do something for us. And this is really about that part of it. Um, it's, about, it's about how it will affect us, not so much the people that we give it to. Uh, my friend Melinda wrote this in her first post on January 1st, 2013. She said, I don't expect my $10 to change the world. But my hope is it will somehow change me. And I am reminded of this quote by Edmund Burke, no one made a greater mistake than he who did nothing because he could only do a little. Um, and then one of the other goals is to share our experiences and insights with each other as a group. So every Sunday, we'll come back here, we'll talk about who we gave to, the opportunities that arose, that we noticed, um, if we have suggestions for people that we know need some money uh, right now, this would be a good time to bring them up because on Sundays, I would like us to consider giving, everybody giving to the same place so that we can affect more change than just giving it individually to one, two, three, four, you know, seven, eight different places. Um, 
So every Sunday we'll come, we'll share, we'll talk about what we've learned, we'll talk about who we've given to, uh, we'll talk a little bit about giving and the scriptures that deal with that and the concepts of giving in the Bible. And so there, this will be, this will hopefully be a, a, a lot of discussion, at least a half discussion through the class. Um, I've done this individually and I have seen people do it individually. Um, so I've got a pretty good idea of what you can expect to see happen after seven days, after 30 days, after 60 days. And there are, there are typically some things that if you do this, you will, you will notice at particular mileposts along the road. Um, and, and those will be things that we'll talk about in future weeks. What I haven't seen done is a group of people doing this together and sharing their stories and giving both individually and as a community. And so I'm really curious to see how that changes the dynamic of what I've seen happen to individuals as they've given over an extended period of time. Um, any questions about this at this point? And that's basically if somebody takes something of yours, don't ask for it back. Yeah, and with, in Matthew, it, it's really about borrowing, um, and that if, if somebody borrows money from you, don't expect, them, you know, don't, don't give it to them expecting them to pay it back. If they pay it back, that's great. If they don't pay it back, that's fine too. Um, so don't, the, 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 the point of all of, the, the point of that verse is don't get too attached to your money. And, and, and I love that, it's, that it is followed um, in Luke by the golden rule. And we don't always read both of those verses together because the golden rule gets so much attention because it's nice and pithy on its own. But if you think about that, if you think about somebody coming and asking you for money, and if you were in whatever situation you were in having to ask somebody for money, the last thing that you would want to do is have to ask 15 people before one of them said yes. And so this is a way of, this is a way of thinking about the golden rule and doing it. Yes? So, uh, Brian, this is awkward. Do you, uh, are you going to uh, at one point talk about, and now is a good time as ever, talk about this issue of because where I live at, uh, where I grew up at, and the community that I'm in, there are a lot of panhandling. Right. And the panhandling uh, community, a lot of it is in alcoholism and drug use. Yep. Like, uh, it was, I was at, uh, matter of fact, I was out on uh, in Edge Hill uh, near Zaney's last night. And a guy was standing outside, and he asked me for one nickel, and I gave it to him. Then another man came in, and he said, I'll buy you food. I ain't going to buy you no cigarettes. And then they got to argue because he started asking for bus fare. So are you going to uh, talk about uh, those kind of situations? Yeah, absolutely. We, we, because one of, one of the things that, that I really noticed about this is that it, it changed the way that I approach those situations. 
I mean, and, it's, and it is complicated because if, if you've got somebody that you're pretty sure is an addict, an alcoholic, making a decision about whether or not to give them money is, it's not a, it's not a cut and dried thing. Um, and, and it can be, if it, if it happens to you in the middle of downtown when you're not expecting it, it can be a very stressful thing. Um, I would expect that it would be much more stressful for Nancy by herself downtown than it would be for me. Um, but yes, I, I, I'm, absolutely we will. And, and I'm not, I'm not going to say that there's one way to handle that because there's any number of ways to handle it. But I do think that kind of resetting our default from I'm looking for reasons, I've, I've got reasons that I'm not going to give to you to a default yes setting of I'm looking for reasons to give $10 away today, um, that changes how you see those interactions. Um, so some, some suggestions as we get started on this. Um, don't take these donations from money that you've already budgeted for another giving purpose. If you give $1,000 every year to United Way and you're expecting to give that, they're expecting to receive that, don't pull it out of that. Don't pull it out of the weekly contribution to Otter Creek. If you want to give an extra $10 in your contribution one day to Otter Creek, that can be one of your 112. <laughs> but, it, it, but it can't be one out of every seven. Um, I suggest keeping a list of places to give. One of the things that I did is uh, first day that I did it, I sat down and I, may, I kept a list on my computer of places that I knew that I wanted to give to over at some point in the year. Uh, there was an organization called Music Cares that I have seen help a lot of people in this town. Um, and I mean, when, when I had cancer seven years ago now, um, they found out about it. They called me up and said, we have set aside X amount of money for you. If you need it, it's here. All you have to do is access it. And we were fortunate not to have to access that money to any kind of significant degree. It did help a little bit with cash flow once. But yeah, yeah, we paid, we paid a couple of electric bills because it was, but, but we, didn't, we didn't come anywhere near the money that they had just called up and said, we're going to give you this. Um, so I knew I wanted to give to Music Cares. Um, I knew I wanted to give to Otter Creek. I knew I wanted to give to Made in the Streets. There were, you know, there were a lot of places here that I knew that I wanted to give to those places during my year. And so I had, I had that whole list set up. And then as opportunities presented themselves, I put those at the top of the list. And that way I always knew that I had something that I could go to when it was 11.30 and I had forgotten to give. It's like, oh, Made in the Streets, perfect, check them off. Um, that, will, that, that will decrease your stress for this activity considerably. Um, once you've chosen your amount, make sure to carry that in cash every day. So if you're gonna give a dollar, make sure that you've got $7 in your wallet or your purse at the beginning of the week so that if that opportunity arises, you, just, you, you can just go, I've got this, here it is. Um, because when you, when you do that and when you are looking 
to give money away, you will find, as often as not, you will find good reasons to do that during the course of the week. Um, yeah. As you're going through and having this discipline, they pop up. Yeah. You'll be amazed. More people are asking you for money than you even realized. <laughs> um, don't make a habit of giving online first thing in the morning. You want to give the day the opportunity to present something to you. Um, you know, I mean, it, it can be, it can be a, if, you're, if you're a big checklist person, it can be an easy thing to do at 7 o'clock in the morning when you're having your coffee and you're looking at something on the computer to just go, boom, got that. That's one thing out of the way. Um, I would recommend doing that with dinner once you've settled in for the night because that way if something happens during the course of the day where you can get rid of that $10, you, you want to have that. You don't want to put yourself in a situation where it's like, uh, already gave my $10 today. Sorry, you can't have anything. So, Brian, it's not that like if you were given $10, mm -hmm. say, care. Right. Well, would you give that online and submit your MasterCard or Visa? That's, that's what I would do in those cases, yes. Um, there are, you, can, you can set up a PayPal account to do that, or you can do it with your credit card, however you want to however you want to do it. But those, those are usually, they've been doing that for so long that those are as secure as doing anything else online these days. Um, journaling about it is a great idea, but that's not going to be part of the, it, it's not going to be a class assignment. But, but I really recommend it because it helps you, it helps you see it helps you see the changes. If you, if, you, if you write about where you gave and why you gave and how it made you feel, and you'll, you'll start seeing some things that you might not if you're just doing it without journaling. So I loved it. I did it for a whole year. Um, on, on Sundays, we will have or take suggestions for places that we can give collectively because it would be nice to give enough to some place that it makes a difference. And if we do that as a group, especially if we're doing that for individuals, um, we, can, we can make a difference. Um, or at least it'll feel like a difference when people get it. Um, and then if, <clears throat> if you're not sure that you can or you want to commit to this, for 112 days since I'm springing this on some of you for the first time. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm a very impulsive person. So when I heard this idea, I was like, oh, I'm so in for this next year. Nancy's not like that. She likes to go, all right, can I do this? Let's figure this out. So yeah, it, does, it, makes, us, it makes us a good team. Um, so I, you, may, you may have, there may be some of you right now that are going, this is the coolest thing ever. I can't wait to get started. And you may have other people that are going, we kind of know what we're supposed to be spending here, and this is really going to mess with that. Um, so if you're not sure you can commit to that, start with a week. If you're not sure you can do 10, start with one. And do it, do it for seven days. Give each day this week. And then come back next Sunday and share what you experienced and make the decision about the next week then. So if you're, not, if you're not up for 112 days now, let's do seven and then figure out if we want to do another seven come next Sunday. 
Um, and if nobody comes back, to the if nobody comes back we will, yeah, we'll have our answer. <laughs> but remember, this is a calling. Uh, <laughs> um, some places that can be useful for this, um, there is a website called Charity Navigator that if you, are, if you are looking at giving to a place that you don't really know much about, I mean, I did this, I did this 365 times. So I gave to a lot of places come July that I had never heard of in January. And be warned, the junk mail is real. Yeah, you will, this, this, will, this will put you on some mailing lists that you will have to, you will have to unsubscribe from. Um, but, uh, but Charity Navigator is, um, a website that uh, kind of it tells you what the charities are about. It raises any red flags in terms of if they've had problems. It'll give you an idea of how much of your donation actually goes to what they claim to be serving and how much of it is going to fundraising and salaries of the directors and things like that. Um, GoFundMe, you mentioned earlier, GoFundMe is a great resource for going back over and over if there are places that you're, if you, if you like to give to people uh, as opposed to organizations, GoFundMe is a great way to do that. Um, another place that's great for individuals is called modestneeds.org and what that will be is people that, you know, I, I'm a single mom, I just got laid off, I'm starting my new job in six weeks, but I've got a house payment to make between now and then. I just need $742. It's usually, it's usually less than $1,000 that they're trying to raise um, just to kind of give them a little bit of a cushion. Uh, you know, this, the same kind of cushion that like, if our kids are gonna, you know, if, if, if we got a kid that's living in an apartment and they're gonna have the lights turned off, they're gonna hit us up. This is people that don't have that safety net. And so it has become a safety net for a lot of people. Um, another one, and I loved this one. I probably gave more through this place than any other the year that I did it. It's called Donors Choose. And there may be more to it than teachers, but this is what you typically see on Donors Choose is public school teachers, usually in high poverty areas that are looking to fund something extra for their class that the school system isn't paying for. And that can be anything from special chairs to accommodate special needs kids to some kind of, uh, yeah, a field trip or uh, electronics, some, some kind of computer that they want for the class. And these will range from anywhere from like $50 to $1,500. And a lot of times the donations are matched by uh, some kind of nonprofit. And so you can, you, can, you can make a real difference in a teacher's life very quickly. Um, I mean, one of the things that I, would, that I loved to do is go in and see, all right, who's the closest to being funded? It's like, is there somebody that's within $20 of being funded that um, I can give to? That, so there's a matching donation, so I can give to this person and their project is fully funded. And 
I would do that. That would be the first place that I would go to anytime I was scrambling to find somebody to give to. Um, and I gave to places in Texas and places in Michigan and places down the street. And, you know, I mean, I gave, I gave to a school that one of our kids had been to and I gave to places that I had never heard of because I liked the project or just because they were $9 away from finishing and I could do it. Um, so donors choose is a great thing. And then of course, I think somebody said Facebook. Uh, you know, it's my birthday, I'm raising money for this, uh, you know, for this charity. Uh, you'll see those all the time. Uh, those are all great places to kind of go back to as you're looking for that place to get rid of, to, to, to give your $10 because nobody actually asked you for it that day. And one of the things that I always say is, as we're doing this, it can be your favorite charity. <clears throat> I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be an Otter Creek ministry or, you know, a David Lipscomb ministry, or, I mean, it can be any of those things, but it could also be the Belfort, or it could be the National Ballet, if that's your thing, or it could be, you know, one of the things that I'm sure that we will probably get to in a couple of weeks will be um, Vanderbilt Children's Hospital, because on February 13th, 17 years ago, Gracelyn stopped breathing, and she spent a week in Monroe Carroll Junior Children's Hospital, and so that's always just sort of been a, you know, a near and dear to my heart kind of place to give. Um, so it can, it can be anything. I think this is, and Brian will say this over and over, this is going to be about the discipline of giving away your money and not clinging so tightly to it that you, and, 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 you, and it just makes you a giver, which is important. What if uh, you, you're, you're trying to kind of rebuild your own financial situation and you couldn't do it, uh, you, you struggle with making it every day because you're trying to reset. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would, I would say pick a very small amount. Uh, you know, I, I, I would not, uh, like if, if Zach and Vanessa were in here, I would not recommend them giving $10 a day. Because I, yeah, yeah, but yeah, because that, that's, that's the difference, that's the difference with rent and them. Um, you know, that's, that's one of the reasons why I was trying to come up with a way to make a dollar meaningful. Um, because if you're doing, if you're doing a dollar, that's a pretty, that's a pretty small amount. And what I would recommend, and, and I, I have reasons for recommending this that I don't want to quite go into in the last five minutes of class, but they are things that we'll go into if they come up in future weeks, is um, there's a leap of faith element involved in this. And so I, I would say, take a dollar. If it's, you know, if, it's, if it's a quarter, do the vending machine thing with a quarter, if, if that's what you think you can do. Um, I mean, because I mean, you, know, you know how good it feels to go up to a vending machine to get a Coke and there's extra change in there. Oh my God, yeah. yeah, right? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's worth way more. You get you get way more value than a quarter out of that if you find an extra quarter in the vending machine, right? Be that guy. Um, yeah, I mean you could you could do that for what twenty seven bucks over the course of the class. You know, be be the guy that just goes in and puts a quarter in a vending machine. Uh, quarter a in a vending machine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or a parking meter. Yeah, parking meter's a great place to do a dollar. If, you know, just go in, oh, oh, they're out. Meter maid's coming. Pop, 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 pop. 
Um, and so, you don't have to tell people that you're doing it. Because, I mean, it's not about letting people, I mean, clearly, if you're giving to charity or you're handing money to the guy selling the contributor, yeah, there's going to be, but it's like, but if you give it in a vending machine or a parking meter or whatever, again, it's about the discipline for you. It's not about, you know, and let somebody come along and go, oh, that was the Good Samaritan. Yeah. You know, wow, thank you. But I do like the idea if you put a dollar in the vending machine, leaving a little post-it note that said, I've left you a dollar, you know, have a nice day. <laughs> Something like that. I mean, is that because that's a, that's a free Coke here at Otter Creek. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's just like, I've left you, I've left you a dollar, feel free to pass that on. Um, something like that. Um, so we've got about five minutes, um, and uh, we all we've got we all have to figure out a place to give today. <laughs> um, so does it start today? Or start it tomorrow? starts today. Starts today. Um, is there anybody that's got an idea? That or is there anybody that knows of a need that we could all or some of us could give to, or does somebody have? a suggestion for a place that we can all start. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. It's, it's, it's fine if you don't. We can give individually, but if, if there's something that you know about that could use a few extra dollars or that you just love this organization or you know somebody that's struggling with something that they could use a few extra bucks on, um, this would be a great time to bring. Because I, I would like you to come to class with ideas of things that you would like us to give to as a group rather than splitting it nine different ways. My default thoughts are uh, living water made in the streets, plain leaves. Okay. Yeah, and, and, and I would I would think that over the course of the over the course of the class that pretty much all of us would, would do something for that. Okay. Um, so point of order. Right. Yes. <laughs> uh, if we collectively mm -hmm. give to you Wayne Reed Center, yeah. does that count as our one time to give to them? Yes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So if we if we all gave if we all if if all nine of us gave our money to Wayne Reed Center one day that would be one Sunday. one Sunday. Yeah, that would be our Wayne Reed Center gift. So then, they would they would they would they would get marked off the list. They would get marked off the list, and we'd move down to Living Water. We'd move down to to whatever. Yeah, exactly. Now, I mean, and I'm not going to be so strict on this that it's like if you've already given to Wayne Reed, and somebody says, "Ooh, let's all give to Wayne Reed this Sunday to go." Well, you can't give to Wayne Reed because you already. I mean, I'm. That yeah, that, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to get that silly. Um, I mean, I, 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 do, I do want us to try to look for as close to 112 different opportunities to give, even if it's 112 different soda machines, um, because that, that will do some things that giving to 11 organizations 10 times won't. Um, but but Wayne, Reed, Wayne Reed would be a great place to start. Um, do you know... I just, uh, I gave to Wayne Reed that first year, but I gave it individually. I'm trying to think if there's a way, if there's an easy way to do that from here today. 
do you know John? From here today. Yeah. It's like if we wanted to go upstairs and give to the Wayne Reed Center, is there an easy way to do that? Yeah, I, I, I figured we could. Um, okay. Does that sound like a plan if you're if you're giving if if you are choosing to give online to give Wayne Reed whatever your choice is? Okay. Then let's do that. All right. Um, so do keep a list of the places that you give this week because when when next week comes around, I would love to hear where everybody's giving because because one of the things that doing this as a group will do is it will give us ideas for places that we want to give because we've seen other people do that. And that was, that was one thing that I really struggled with about 193 days in, <laughs> was trying to figure out, I've given to all of the places that I've heard of, and if somebody doesn't come up and ask me for money, I have to go find a new charity. Um, but having this many different people sharing ideas about where to give, each week will give us, that, that will show us opportunities and kind of keep us from having, I suspect that one of the things that we will not struggle with is places to give because somebody should always be at the ready with, ooh, I gave to this, I know about this place, if you haven't given to this place, this would be a great place to give. Not boasting, but help others, or right. What is your thought on that? Um, it's not necessarily tell how much you're giving. Yeah, I, I, I don't want anybody, I, especially if you're not comfortable with it. I, what, what you give is totally up to you, um, and where. Yeah, if if you're not if you're not comfortable talking about where you're giving, then don't do that. Um, but I would say, I mean, this is this is a pretty small group, and we're not talking about large organization or, in most cases, life-changing donations. And so the goal is more to share, to give information to other people to help them be better givers, it's not to, I mean, no, none of us are going to boast about giving $10. Or to share something somehow or another, like, I did this and it was really a, you know, it was a those are Those are more the stories that I'm looking for, yeah. because I, 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 think we will, I think we will see lots of stories like that that we didn't anticipate. Go, I mean, my, my year was full of those kinds of stories. And, and and I, I emailed my friend, Melinda, yesterday, and I said, our class, based on your blog, is starting today. And she said, I woke up yesterday morning thinking about a way to revive the blog, and then I got your email. So those are the kinds of stories that I want to see. Who we're giving to is really secondary. So I've, I've tried to structure this in a way that there's not really a whole lot of room for boasting even if there's a lot of sharing of, of information. Yeah, like I shared with this man, he told me this is going to help him pay his rent. Right. Yeah, e exactly. Or, you know, like John 
Living Water would be a great place for us to give. And so now we got nine people thinking about giving to Living Water, maybe not all nine of us would have before. So, all right, well, thank you everybody. I, I kept us a little long. Um, so go give to the Wayne Reed Center or someplace else. Okay, what was it, uh, Wayne Reed Center? Wayne, Wayne Reed Center, Wayne Reed Center today, yeah. <laughs> living, living, but, but add living water to your list. <laughs> and we will, we will get there at some point. Great, thanks everybody. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this. <laughs>